Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, legends? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and today's episode is coming to you from the villa that I'm staying in here in Eos in Greece. So um, just got back from a full day of kind of spending time at the beach, training of course, um, went and checked out a really, really nice uh, water spot, which was one of the things that I was um, probably most excited to do in Greece, to be honest, like to come and check out some of these amazing places that I've never seen before. Um, and and yes, yeah, so I've just got home and I was just sitting around and I've been getting a few questions on the topic of today's show. So I thought I'd put together a quick episode um, while I'm sitting here and just hanging out and I was going to do a bit of work anyway. So firstly, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, you know, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to be on the other side of the world and still be able to bring you guys content and to make sure that I'm still adding value in some way. And to be honest, like spending time away from Melbourne and away from home and my normal usual routine I find is so such a beneficial way to be able to come up with more content and to be able to spend more time thinking and putting together ideas and and content for you guys that's going to actually help you and not going to be so rushed like it may be when I'm at home usually even though I always do my best to try and make sure the content's great um, this just gives me that extra bit of time to make sure I'm really na- nailing it and uh, and providing as much value as possible so the 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 title of today's episode is obviously misconceptions about building muscle and what you actually need to do. So this is going to be a relatively short episode. It's just kind of clearing up some things that some questions I commonly get asked about trying to build muscle mass. And I also want to touch on a few things that I like to really focus on when I am in a gaining phase to try and build muscle. Now, I know majority of people that tune into these fitness podcasts are probably looking for the answer of how to lose body fat or you know how to lose fat. That's usually the, the most common question, the most common problem people have when they look or seek out for a trainer um, or some advice in general on health and fitness. But there is the other side of it as well. You know, There's the people that want to build lean muscle mass add weight believe it or not people do need to try and gain weight and i am usually one of those people um so this episode is really going to help so we definitely know that to gain weight and to build lean muscle mass in the most optimal way you need to be in some form of calorie surplus so we've spoke about it a million times on the show but you need to be eating above your calorie maintenance intake okay so if you're maintaining your body weight at 2000 calories then anything above that is classified as a surplus and we need to be consistent because one of you know and this is the first big misconception of of gaining muscle mass is that it's time to take your foot off the pedal and that couldn't be further from the truth and i often talk about you know when we get to a fat loss phase that's just like the reward like that's that's being able to showcase the physique that you've been working so hard on to build but the real work happens when you're in a surplus and when you're trying to gain muscle mass and you're trying to progressively overload each week and take care of your body take care of any niggles you've got make sure you're taking care of your recovery but the people you know this is the area where people slack off the most and that's with nutrition and training to an extent but with nutrition in particular because people just see that as a free ticket to eat shit um, be really inconsistent with their food you know you make sure they're getting in enough protein kind of just fuck around really and then and then it gets to the end of their period where they're trying to gain size and they want to lose fat and they realize that they haven't actually made as much progress as what they particularly would have liked and that can be very disappointing so 
being in that calorie surplus is obviously, obviously extremely important, but the other aspect of that is actually being consistent with it, really nailing your nutrition. Because if you're not in a calorie surplus consistently, getting enough protein consistently, um, staying hydrated enough consistently, and getting in your supplements that you may be using, whether that be creatine monohydrate or even something as simple as a multivitamin or magnesium before bed, if you're not consistent with that, then the results aren't going to show. So with that calorie surplus, you need to take that as seriously, if not more seriously than when you're in a calorie deficit. Um, you know, and, and also, I guess, on the other end of that spectrum is making sure that you're not eating excessive amounts of calories to try and gain size. Because the quicker you gain the weight, the more likely it's going to be body fat. Just like when we lose fat, the quicker we lose it, the more likely it's going to be muscle mass and just weight and not body fat, which is what we actually want. We want to lose body fat, not weight. But in this case, we want to be gaining weight at a, at a relatively slow rate. And people always ask, how much should I be aiming to gain um, each week? And it just does vary from person to person. But if you're gaining any more than you know half a kilo a week, then it's very likely that you're eating in too much of a calorie surplus and most of that is just going to be body fat. Um, the second misconception, I don't even really have a list here of misconceptions. I kind of just want to have a bit of a chat, but another misconception is the training side of things as well. Again, people take their foot off the pedal. They say it is a chance to just fuck around, probably not doing as much cardio most likely, or you probably shouldn't be. Um, but the training just turns to shit, just turns up, to, you know, it turns into I'll train when I feel good or, you know, the days if I can't be fucked doing a certain exercise, I won't do it. Um, I'll just do the things that I really enjoy and I'll skip out on these exercises that I would usually do if I'm trying to look my best because it doesn't matter, I've, I've put on a little bit of body fat. Again, that couldn't be further further from the truth. You want to be focusing on progressive overload, making sure that you're taking in enough calories, as I said before, and using those calories, you know, Food is fuel, fuel for our bodies, fuel for our performance. So you need to be making sure that each week you're going into the gym, you've got a plan of attack, whether that's training three days a week, four days, six days, it doesn't matter. You have your program, you have a structured plan of how you want to approach your week and you actually stick to it. You make sure that you're trying to overload your compound movements. You make sure that you're trying to overload your accessory movements. And if you're not overloading them, you're figuring out ways to increase the volume, okay? Increase the intensity, whether that be drop sets, supersets at the end of a session, um, slowing the tempo down, whatever it may be, doesn't matter what it is. But you need to be making sure that you are putting in an effort to, to improve. It's an improvement season or an improvement period, um, which is often what I refer to a gaining phase. Because again, it's just like people have that perception in their head that gaining phase is just all about just trying to put on weight. And for some people, they need to put on weight. That's fine. But for most, they want to build muscle. Like we want to actually get bigger, bigger muscles. That's, that's the goal. That's what I'm spending fucking every single day of my life doing, trying to get bigger muscles. And to do that, I need to be giving my, re my body a reason to change and if I'm not overloading by doing you know more sets more reps more weight um, slower tempo more volume in some way or another then I'm not overloading and I'm not giving my body a reason to change so you want to be making sure that you are okay um, and and to do that you know you still need to factor in things like deloads every now and then they're probably you know, I would say almost more important in a gaining phase because you're going to be pushing the limits with the weight that you're lifting and the reps that you're doing every time you're in the gym if you're trying to make the most of that surplus. So, you know, every four to six weeks, it might be a good idea to throw in a deload week. Um, you know, typically for me on a deload week, it's either going to be I drop a set from every exercise or one to two sets from every exercise and keep the weight the same so the intensity is still up but the volume's lower. Um, or I keep the volume the same or the amount of reps I'm doing, I guess, the same. Uh, but just drastically cut the weight by you know 
60%, or not 60%, sorry, probably around, usually around 40 to 50%. Don't go too, too light, but you want to be giving your body and the mind, um, body and mind a bit of a rest. And, you know, some weeks you may drastically cut back the, the training altogether and just give yourself a full rest and that's fine as well uh, whatever works for you but yeah there's the misconception that i'm kind of talking about here and i've rambled on a little bit um, which is pretty standard for me to be honest but training is important okay we need to take that seriously in a gaining phase if you want to actually improve if you want to build on your physique then you need to give it a reason to change and when you're in a surplus that is the perfect opportunity the next misconception is that you need mass gainer shakes to put on size and to build muscle mass and, and, and gain weight. You know, you see people in a fat loss phase, they've got their whey protein, you know, can't have any carbohydrates in my shake, all this bullshit, and then they get to a gaining phase and all of a sudden they're using serious mass, mass gainer, all this stuff. Now, what you need to keep in mind, again, and I've spoke about this, is that protein supplements are just there to supplement your diet. They're there to help you reach your protein intake uh, easier, a um, bit more convenient. Uh, yes, for athletes, it is really important to get in that protein as quickly as possible. Um, so for, to start the recovery process nice and quick, so whey protein shakes perfect. But when we talk about a gaining phase and people using mass gainer shakes, the only thing that's in those shakes that's any different to a whey protein is extra calories. And if you can be getting that from food or making your own smoothies or whatever it is, then the benefit's going to be the same, if not better, because it's going to, your, your smoothie's probably less likely to have as much sugar. Um, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot less. Um, and you can probably still get the same amount of calories, same amount of protein, just by using a whey protein and making a smoothie or just eating the food as well. Remember, guys, food is always the best option before supplements. Um, so to think that you need certain supplements to, to build muscle mass, and you know, I really do rate creatine monohydrate but again it's not essential to build muscle mass it is going to give you a bit of a a bit of a boost and and, um, and help you build that strength and power but it's not going to do the work for you you need to be doing you need to be ticking all those other boxes first if you're serious about making progress um, and and you know supplements come last but definitely don't think that there's anything in a mass gain a shake that's going to help you build muscle more than what you know a normal whey protein shake just eating enough calories and still being in a surplus would Okay, so that's the next misconception. Now, the next one is that you should completely relax uh, your food choices compared to when you're in a deficit. So to an extent, I think there has definitely got to be some flexibility there and there's got to be a, a bit more of a wide range of flexibility when we come to eating in a surplus in terms of your food choices, okay, and how consistent, you know, the calorie intake still needs to be very consistent, um, but I think in terms of how Often you may be slightly over in your calorie surplus and stuff, that's fine um, when you're in a surplus. But, um, you know, for flexible dieters out there and those that have listened to my podcast before, I always preach about the 80-20 or the 90-10 rule. Now, when I'm in a calorie deficit, you know, it's definitely closer to 90-10. 90% of my calories are coming from nutrient-dense whole foods that are going to be fueling my body for performance, recovery, um, and just optimal health. The last 10% can, doesn't have to be, but can be used for things that are a little bit more enjoyable or maybe a, a couple of wines with dinner, uh, lunch or dinner with some friends, family, coffees, whatever it may be, things that aren't particularly as nutrient dense, but you're still sticking to your intake. Now, when you're in a surplus, yes, I think it's probably more beneficial, especially mentally, to stick more towards the 80-20 rule where you're taking in 80% of your calories from nutrient-dense whole foods, and then that remaining 20% can be used for things that are, I guess, a little bit more enjoyable, things that aren't as nutrient-dense, as long as you're still hitting your calorie intake and hitting your protein intake. 
But what you want to keep in mind, as I've mentioned numerous times in today's show already, is that we are trying to improve. So if by eating 80% of our calories and giving ourselves 20% allowance of things that aren't as nutrient dense isn't helping us with our recovery, isn't helping us with optimal health, isn't isn't helping us with our sleep, isn't helping us uh, perform better, then we maybe we need to look at switching that around and sticking to more nutrient-dense foods and fueling our body. And I often talk about it like a race car or like a Ferrari. If you're pulling up in your Ferrari and you're putting shit petrol in it, then it's going to run like shit and the Ferrari's not going to appreciate it. But if you're putting you know, the most uh, premium fuel in there, making sure that it's getting the best of the best, it's going to run at its best. And it's going to thank you for it because it's going to last longer and you're going to have less problems. And it's the same with our body. We want to be making sure that we're taking in those nutrient-dense foods and giving our bodies what it needs, nourishing our bodies in a way that's going to actually, you know, actually help us. Um, so that's, that's the next misconception. Now, uh, I, think, I think as well with building muscle mass, and this is a question that I got the other day um, about around nutrient timing. So... With nutrient timing, I personally think it's way more important, um, and it's definitely not the be all or end all. Like if you're getting in your calorie intake, spreading your meals out relatively optimally, getting enough protein and all that stuff, and you're in a deficit, then nutrient timing is is not going to be doing the things that you are probably expecting it to do. So you're not going to be seeing drastic changes just because of nutrient timing. Um, I think where it's important in a deficit is when your calories are quite low, you're quite lean, um, and you're really relying on carbohydrate, carbohydrates or certain fuels to help you um, perform at your best when you train. So, you know, if you find that having 50 grams of carbohydrates an hour before you train makes you feel really good, get a good pump, and, and keep your strength levels up, then that's important. Nutrient timing for you is now important. Um, the other the other aspect of nutrient timing that I think is important is getting in your protein after you train and getting it in before you train. Now, before you train, I think you know anywhere up to two to three hours before is fine. A high quality protein, high biological value, so something like an animal meat. Um, obviously, not if you're vegan, but just some form of high quality protein. Now, after you work out, there's no you know the the 30 minute window where everyone thinks that you've got to get in your, you know, the anabolic window where you've got to get protein in, otherwise it doesn't count. The session doesn't count, that's bullshit. But I do think it's important to get in high quality, um, again, high bio- biological value protein within the first, I'd say 90 to 120 minutes. So, uh, you know, anywhere between the first actually half an hour up to about two hours, it's really important to get in some form of protein. And the reason for that, you know, obviously muscle protein synthesis, but also with our uh, recovery. We wanna make sure we're taking care of our recovery, starting that process. So then the next time we train, our bodies are actually good to go and we're in a position to improve. Again, really important. But in a calorie surplus, look, I don't think it's as important uh, nutrient timing because you are in a surplus. Your body's got more than enough energy to perform at its best all the time. Um, again, if you feel like you perform better off certain macronutrients closer to your training times, go for it. That's important to you. But in general, it's not that important um, in, in that gaining phase. The other thing that I think is really important uh, when we are talking about building muscle mass is keeping your training interesting because. It can be, I think, and I've I've experienced this as well, like I've found that being in that surplus, not necessarily having a specific goal, you know, I I may have a couple of lifting goals that I'm working towards, but if I'm not trying to get lean for like a photo shoot or if I, you know, when I used to compete or whatever it is, or if I haven't got a specific sporting event that I'm working towards, you know, just going to the gym to try and get stronger and, um, you know, when you're eating plenty, 
you know, it's, it's actually quite easy for your motivation to drop off a little bit because you don't have that specific goal, that drive all the time like you would if you're chasing that lean physique every single time you go to the gym. So I think it's really important to set goals, make sure that you have small goals, big goals that are related to that gaining phase. Like I said, it could be a lifting goal. It could be, you know, if you're doing scans and stuff to make sure you've built a certain amount of lean muscle mass over a certain period of time. Um, It could be to improve your posture and your mobility, but you need to have something to keep you in line and to make you, I guess, keep that drive and passion alive while you're in that phase because it can be quite hard and it's easy for your motivation to drop off and that's not that's not what we want we want to make sure that we're looking forward to our training so i think as well it's important to keep some variety in your training program so making sure that you are rotating your accessory exercises maybe every six to eight weeks you may look at changing up your compound lifts things where you know in the end of the day it's down to movements not certain exercises our body doesn't know that we're doing a particular exercise our body knows that we're performing a certain movement using certain muscle groups and stimulating certain muscle groups so we can feel free to change up those exercises if you need to if that's what's going to help you stay motivated and keep it interesting as I mentioned, I briefly touched on on the goal setting side of things. I think that's extremely important to to make sure that you are setting goals, um, you know, in that that gaining phase in in relation to things that you want to achieve in that phase. Okay, and they can't all just be really long term goals because that is still easy to drop off in motivation. Everyone knows that. Everyone's experienced that. Um, so whether it be the daily goals like I've talked about before, if you have weekly, monthly goals, whatever it is, keep yourself accountable. Um, I find that that to be really important in the, the gaining phase. And you know, a couple of last things before I wrap up this episode, um, I particularly find having a training partner specifically for certain lifting days you know for me i love you know training with someone on a leg day or something like a upper body push day where i'm doing bench press and i have someone to spot me or things like that so finding a training partner that's going to really push you and you guys can push each other you girls can push each other i think that is really really important in that gaining phase as well as keeping each other accountable to make sure you're going to the gym But again, making sure that you're improving, improving your training and actually bettering yourself and bettering uh, your physique, your strength levels, your performance over time so that when you do decide to go into the to the deficit, that you, uh, you're you good to go. You've made some changes, you've made some improvements and then you know that's a whole other episode in itself when we talk about losing body fat. Um, and then the last thing I'll touch on is the rate that you should be, I guess, increasing calories when you reach a plateau. Um, you know, I think that once your body weight has plateaued, if you are tracking that uh, for more than, I'd say, three weeks, and once your strength levels are really bottomed out, you can't go any higher uh, on, on all your compound lifts, you're just not overloading anymore, I think then it's time to increase your calories. And my usual recommendation is between 100 and 200 calories extra on top of what you're currently having now. And then it's just rinse and repeat, just like it is when we lose fat. It's just a gradual grind, slow build-up, progressive overload. Make sure we take it seriously and remember that when you are in a gaining phase, that is where the hard work needs to happen. When we're in a fat loss phase, that's, that's the fun bit. That's when we get to show off what we've done and really reveal to ourselves or to others or whoever it's for. And it should always be for you, but if, you, you know, if you're doing it, to, you, know, you might be doing it to impress your girlfriend or your boyfriend or just your mates or you might be doing it for a physique show or just for yourself, that's fine. But we want to make sure we've got something there um, to, to show for all our hard work. Okay, so hopefully you've taken some value from today's episode. It was a little bit shorter. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up now. Speaking of gaining, I'm actually about to go and, and have some nice Greek food for dinner and get in my protein for the day and go and have some water and, 
have a pretty early night. I'm going to jump in, jump up in the morning and um, and actually record another podcast, go for a swim, get my gym session done, and then just enjoy the beach. So thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. If you've taken some value, please do take a screenshot of this uh, show on your phone now, post it up on your Instagram story, tag myself, um, tag me, sorry. <laughs> And uh, let me know what you thought of the show. That'd be fantastic. Uh, To everyone out there trying to gain muscle mass, I hope this has brought you some value and you can go on about your way and really make some serious gains. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode.